Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Pooper and Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry in for Boomer today. I did see the ratings for the NBA All-Star Game are up and were up. Now, this is just, this happens every single year. The same thing happens with the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Because sports talk and the way that is done these days, right? there's nothing happening in sports at the time of the MLB and NBA All-Star Games. That the hosts have to come up with topics about them because they feel like, all right, this is the only sports topic. We obviously do a different type of show here. I mean, we did sperm donor talk for 15 minutes. Not everybody does that. So they have to talk about it. So it turns into it's not what it used to be. It has to change. This is a joke. And they end up taking call. What would you do to change it? And it goes on and on and on. And people pretend to care about it. Right. So I even saw some some hosts say, "Well, if you you know if you're complaining about the NBA All Star Game, then you're an idiot." And then people are complaining the NBA All Star Game is a disaster. So I, I firmly, firmly believe that that most talk show hosts in this business do not give a rat's ass about the MLB or NBA All Star Games. And they are faking their way through the shows with strong opinions about them because there's nothing going on. Maybe. So I refuse to get into those arguments because of those reasons. To me, the only people that should be the ones upset are the ones that actually spend the ridiculous amounts of money to go and are expecting something that it's not. Well, yeah, By now, we know what it is. Right. And it's been that way well, it's for on you. years. I, I agree. And don't watch still, it. And, and it's and right. And, there's, and which, you know, I don't. I, I haven't in years. And I said to Boomer as he was, it's just a joke. What's going on here? I'm like, it's it's a exhibition. No, what's and a, it's for kids. What's a joke is you got other players come. Was it Jalen Brown coming out and saying, mm, forget 65 games. Really, in the 50s is what we should be to be eligible for right, all the right, postseason. Right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
You had the stuff the other day about yesterday about Ryan Clark about wanting to work less and get paid more. These NBA guys are now making 20 and 30 and in some cases $50 million a year and they want to play less than they're playing now. You want to get upset about something? Get sure. upset about that. Right. The All-Star Weekend is nothing more than, you know, a bunch of... <laughs> Uh, very well-to-do athletes that are unbelievable at what they do. They get together, they have some laughs, they throw up some dunks and some three-point shots, and then they they have a joke of a game. Who cares? Yeah, it's ex- the other ex- stuff. Exactly. That's the thing. Nobody does. I don't. And I guarantee you that, that half the people that complain about that game, if they ended up going to All Star Weekend and enjoyed everything around it, and ended up going to the game and getting a couple drinks or getting a hot dog or something, and watching these guys shoot threes from mid court, they'd enjoy it. Too. I would, I would venture to say that most people that go probably do enjoy it. it probably yeah. forget what it looks like on television; it's awful, and which is why I wouldn't watch it. But I would think if you're in that arena, you're probably having a blast. Yeah, that whole experience—it's it's star-studded. Everybody from the NBA, the who's who. Uh, and not only that, the who's who of entertainment, people go, uh, it's probably a pretty good scene, and I would think it's fun to be there, but to watch it and to be upset about it, I mean, what are I we know. doing? I mean, well, I t- well, they're not. Is That's it any worse than what hockey does and what the NFL right. does? No, it, it, absolutely not. And this is the, the uh, right. So the, I wanted to bring up this point. I'm glad you reminded me. So the Pro Bowl, like, it was a disaster. disaster yeah. It didn't get nearly as much attention as the Major League Baseball All-Star Game and the NBA All-Star Game. Why? Because there's still stuff going on. You got a Super Bowl. For sure. After The week after the Pro Bowl. You just came off a championship weekend. You don't have an All-Star break in either the NBA or the NHL at that time. You I almost mean, forget they do the Pro Bowl. Right! Game. Yes, I agree. I so it's agree. just that it just firmly goes to that to that point. Where that it's just because there's nothing else going on that, that people end up talking about it. It's sort of like the ESPYs, whatever they have, the ESPYs. Like that that happens, I think, at a dead time in sports. Is that too. baseball all star week or something like it that? It might be. Yeah. And then like people are talking about the ESPYs. And they so ESPN did that on purpose because mm. they knew there was it's nothing smart. else going on. It's actually very smart business. And like, this team won an ESPY, they shouldn't have won an ESPY. And they're like, oh, do you really care about that? No, but I've got nothing else to talk about because I'm a sports talker. Right. So there's no sports. Mm hmm. Baseball really is still the best one of the bunch because it it's hard. They're not loafing around now. Are they playing as hard as they would in the right? No, but it's still a baseball game. Yeah. And the idea of the whole time when it can end, who cares about that stuff? The the cool thing about the baseball all star game, which I still do like, even as a a forty nine year old, I do think it's cool with the introductions and the beginning. But once the game starts, eh. Yeah, whatever. It's it's a baseball game, and not many people. I don't know how many people even watch that anymore. No, but it's more the pomp and the circumstance in the beginning. And there is something with the home run derby that's a lot of fun. But they're all they are what they are. They're exhibitions. And they, right. cares? Exactly. Who Nobody cares? does. That's the thing. Nobody does. And uh, and, and mostly it's for children. The kids love yes. it. They still do. They love the dunk contest. They love the home run derby. They like watching Damian Lillard shoot a three pointer from the other side of the court. They love this stuff. And they eat it up. And then the the old crotchety NBA fan that longs for the days of Pistol Pete are not going to like it. <laughs> no, it's a little different. Just the way that it is, man. That is for sure. Got to stop. It's it, just rinse and repeat bullcrap. The whole thing is so funny about basketball. And like I'm tired of the three-point game that it's become on every level. High school, college, NBA. But at the same time, I can't get over how talented they are. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's such a weird dynamic because you would think that I would be enthralled by it, um, by the talent, and when when they can step back from 
40 feet and like guys like Steph Curry can routinely make these shots. It's like I marvel at it, but I also don't like the game because it's not the same game I grew up with. Right. And it's a little less, it's slower. It's not, it's different. Well, I, like we were talking about hockey, how it's a, how it's a different game uh, in the playoffs than it is in the regular yep. season. It's really becoming that in the NBA now when it never used to be. But now you see teams actually put effort on defense in the playoffs when they don't do it in the regular season. I mean, that's that's the difference. And you watch a different basketball game. And I think that there's so many people that, especially with the Knicks having been out of the playoffs for many years until this this most recent run, would just assume that basketball was like that all the time because they weren't necessarily watching the playoffs as much because the Knicks weren't in it. And it was like, whatever. But if you watch two great teams play in a postseason series... It's still really good basketball. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, in the, the they're gold, as talented as ever. And the Golden State Warriors during that run played defense. Yep. I know they were shooting threes from all over the place, and Steph and Clay and Kevin, Durant, but they played defense. Yeah, yeah. There is still one of the best games I've watched um, in terms of my team winning. Remember when the Nets went to Philadelphia right after the Harden trade to yeah, the and Sixers? Yeah, they played great. Yeah. And Durant and Irving played with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving might have been the best defensive game I've ever seen a Nets team play. And there have been some good teams in the, over the last 30 years. But I remember watching that saying, this is the upside. This is what they expected. And we never saw it since. It was that one night they wanted to kick his ass. They did. They didn't give him a, a, like a step to breathe. And it was like, this is how you play at 100%. But that's not what they do on a regular basis. That's right. Unfortunately. And if they do, then sometimes they get hurt. And then they're out for an extended period oh, of time. <laughs> Let's go to Dan. He's calling from Long Beach. What's going on, Dan? Well, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. What's up? Hey, so uh, I heard you guys talking about scalping before. And uh, I know most of the time those things end up uh, you know, with a negative, negative result. Uh, you guys, you guys experienced that firsthand. But sure did. I wanted to share. I wanted to share an experience that ended up in a positive result, um, and by no means promotes anybody to go scalping. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'll take you back to 1992. I'm a 16-year-old kid, and uh, I'm going to my first concert on my own. I didn't have a ticket. I'm going to see Billy Joel at the Garden on the River of Dreams tour. I didn't have a ticket. I'm like, I'll scalp a ticket. You know, I went to a few concerts with my uncle. He always did it. So I was like, I'll scalp a ticket. So I get there. I'm looking around. I'm looking around. It's getting closer to showtime, and this guy has laminates around his neck. He says, hey, I got, you know, this will get you in. You can sit anywhere you want. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. He's like, no, I'm telling you, just get you in. Sit anywhere you want. He goes, you know what? You don't even have to pay me until we're inside. I'll go in with you. I said, well, that's a ridiculous deal. Sure, let's go. We go in. Immediately, we get to the turnstiles, and I mean immediately. They notice these things are fake. They take us both. I end up in the security room at the garden. They think I'm selling these things. Him and I would just go to the show. They think I'm with him selling them these things. It turns out he's been doing this every night of the six-night run, and they haven't been able to catch him. <laughs> the guy is actually says, no, the kid was just trying to go to the show. I was selling them. A few minutes later, some guy in plain clothes comes up, says, hey, I'm with Billy Joel's people. You're still going to see the show. I just need a statement. I fill out the statement. Everything's going along. They come and get me. They sit me down front row in front of the piano. 
Then about five, ten minutes goes by. The same guy comes and gets me. He takes me backstage, and there's Billy Joel and the whole band. Christy Brinkley's there holding the baby, and he introduces me to Billy Joel. Is this is this because they felt bad for you that they had yes. detained you? Yes. Yeah, wow. it felt bad because I got stuck with a fake and I and I wasn't going to see the show. That's unbelievable. That would never happen. This was this was no. years ago. Obviously, this would never happen We'd end today. Up in jail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this would never Absolutely. happen today. Totally different time, but there's a, there's one time where something worked out in the most unbelievable way. That is a great. You were by yourself during this whole thing. I was, I was by myself. Yeah. Wow. Maybe that's why they felt bad for you. It's too bad you weren't on like a first date with somebody out of your league because you could have gotten. <laughs> Probably the woman of your dreams in that situation. That would have been my future wife, right? Right. Damn, that, well, that is incredible. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Christy Brinkley, did you see the photo of her? She's 70 years old. Yes. She's, she's pumping out thirst trap and pictures. She looks fantastic. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I actually saw that this morning. That's two Christy Brinkley <laughs> references today. I never expected. Who thought? Yeah. Who thought? Man, yeah, I mean, th that... Did you ever try and scalp tickets to make money or only to purchase? No, never. I did. It's funny because when we were going into the Super Bowl, I saw right, the scalping the ticket Boomer gave you. No, <laughs> well, I saw the classic guy with the "I need tickets" yes, sign. Right? right. So I'm thinking to myself. I mean, obviously we're we're not scalping these tickets, but like, let's say I was someone who was going to do that, and I walked up to that guy. Mm -hmm. Though the price of those tickets, they said the cheapest to get in the door price of the Super Bowl this year was seven thousand eight hundred dollars. Yeah. So if I went up to him and said, "All right, I got seats in this section." I want nine grand for them right now. Is this guy got nine thousand dollars in cash know. on? Do you go somewhere to wire money? Are you sitting there watching? Does he going, Venmo you? What uh, you can't Venmo nine grand? I don't think it's tax purposes. They see that. I don't know. What do you do? I don't know. That guy better have nine thousand dollars in cash, or you're paying taxes on that. He's gonna write you a check. <laughs> I mean, like what? It's uh, a good question. I don't know. He gives you nine grand, then he pulls out a gun. Yeah, Give me all your money. <laughs> right. It's exactly what goes on. <laughs> that has to be right. Because he's like, hey, come with I, me. I don't know because there are so many of those guys that are even today are still walking around looking looking to buy tickets. There are guys still walking around trying to sell tickets. You would think at some point with the way we buy and sell tickets online now that they would go by the wayside. But I guess there's still a market for it. There has to be. Yeah, I I don't know if that person ended up getting tickets or I need tickets to. I mean, they're still around. Every and I don't go to a ton of events anymore, but anytime I go to an event, it's generally a bigger one mm -hmm. like that, and there's still people walking around. Who needs one? I need one. I you got yeah. them. I'm like, what? I always like when you go to, and the Mets have certainly had some terrible seasons. I always like when you go to a game in July. They're not having a good season. You know, there might be 15,000 people at City Field, and then there's guys trying to sell tickets. Hey, buddy, I can buy tickets on StubHub for $4. Right. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, I, I, I don't understand Come how on. it's still a thing. It is, I know. People in person at these stadiums trying to scalp tickets. How is it still a thing in 2024? Yeah, I know. And then, and then the other thing that's a thing is the exorbitant prices on the secondary market yeah. when the teams are good. And like you understand why the teams get ticked off by selling the tickets at the price they do. And then they see, you know, guys in StubHub making seven times the amount of the ticket price. Well, what they're doing now the is dynamic pricing. Yes, but there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a algorithm that Ticketmaster uses that when they see a ticket for face value mm -hmm. go up on the secondary market. It reads that. And, and they then, raise their price. And they raise their prices. I came across recently a golf course that does dynamic pricing now, given the demand for wow. two times. Yeah. And they put, and their explanation on the website 
is, well, it's happening in sports and entertainment, and we're entertainment, and this is what blah, 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 blah. So if you want to play at, let's say, 11 a.m. on Saturday, you're going to pay through the nose. You want to come play at 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, uh, you can play for free. Yeah. Really interesting. I mean, the, the amount of money that is spent on experiences for people these days, I think post-COVID is mm-hmm. is really a story in psychology because or a study in psychology because we were weren't allowed to do anything for so long and now are people we like years past that now i still think though but that yes we are but I, I i don't think it's slowed down clearly not because i you know there was a we always talk about the airline business i mean the amount of people that are flying now is i mean i know it's always been a lot but since the bounce back from covid these airports are jammed it's really, it's amazing how many people travel. And to everywhere, you'll see a flight to Indianapolis on a Wednesday, and the flight's got no empty, no open seats. I can't understand that. Like, that who's going there? That, I know. that That is, I guess there's still people that travel for business. I don't know. When I'm walking through an airport and I see, like, a full flight going to Buffalo, I'm yeah. like, what? You know what was huge when I came back from Vegas last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was? There was a flight going to Dubai. United, I mean, it was a mob scene of people. Well, that I can understand. It's like some of these, like Iowa City, and like with a connection True. in Charleston. Yes, and I'm like, what? A, what? True. Well, I'm just saying, Dubai's become popular, and there were a lot of people going there. And you're right, though. Iowa City uh, State College was one that yeah. had people boarding. Yeah, I could. Well, that I could. I could understand. Man. You go visit a, a kid there or whatever. But some of these other ones, some of these the, the cities, it's just nuts. I mean, I, I don't think I'd ever been on a non-full flight to Pittsburgh when I flew there. Yeah. Back and forth. I heard you guys talking about Dubai, I think, on one of the warm-up shows. Maybe. And I I, I am with you on that. Like, they Oh, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, trying to... I mean, even though it's safe and beautiful there, and there's there's actually... There's some pro golfer that lives in Dubai now. I Wouldn't surprise Cam me. Cam Smith, maybe? Maybe. I couldn't believe watching that one event, though. Like, you could take a rowboat to Iran. Yeah, this is what like, I'm saying. Holy crap. And there's also, like, the, probably the most beautiful pictures of anywhere I've seen, or at least top five is the Maldives. But I, I'm i not going there. I just feel like at Me any either. point... Yeah, like, like that's way too close. The only way I'm going there is if there's some golf event that we're getting paid to cover. Other than that, I... I mean, how much are we getting paid to it. cover? You well, know I don't right? know. If CBS sent us to Dubai for an event, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I would maybe do that. I of guess you would. But I mean, my Lord. Yeah. You take a boat to No, thanks. I couldn't agree. And I always think like you get these guys like, you know, Phil Mickelson and all these guys that are now playing because there are events in yeah, Dubai. Yeah, goes over there. Right. right. And he was playing in the one I was watching. Tiger was there. Ago. Yeah. Like they get these private jets coming in like right next to. I, it's, no, thanks. Yeah. I'll pass. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One, two, three, four. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We do have CeeLo in here, and uh, we'll have KFC, Kevin Clancy, from Barstool in tomorrow. Nice. He's been, uh, he also is a Love is Blind fan, but I haven't been able to catch up on the show yet. But he is, uh, he is super into that. He gives, and Allie gave me a spoiler this morning, too. I was like, what are you doing? You screwed me up. You are. It's a very uh, Jerry, popular I'm show. I'm doing it wrong somehow. I mean, these guys are very time I'm not interested. I, yeah. I put on 90 Day Fiance in, <laughs> no, 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 when we were in Ann Arbor. And after seven minutes, I thought much less of these guys. <laughs> well, no, said, how do you watch this? What you guys are... used to watch about the guys in the woods or whatever? Or what the heck was yeah, that? Yeah, Mountain Men. Oh, Mountain Men. I watched Mountain Men okay. for a while. Right. It's about survival. Yeah. You can't okay. just drop in on 90 Day Fiance. You have to be invested in their exactly. lives. I don't have, I don't have yeah, the time. Exactly. I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I was going to say, you guys are having two different conversations. Like CeeLo is saying, that how do you have the time to watch this yeah. stuff? And Jerry's like, I could never watch that crap. Yeah, that is different. Yeah. I um, tried. Yeah. I got seven minutes in. And I don't... Done. You know, I, I used to sit there and say to people, how could you watch this? How could you watch it? I don't do that anymore. People like what they like. Yes. I sure. doesn't. It doesn't bother me if someone likes something. But, uh, but the time thing is true. Like right now... This is probably the most time that I ever have at home to watch television because there's no sports. There's on no, there's no sports, and there's nothing to do outside. Yeah, that's because it's freezing. So yeah, that's this is where you watch TV. Do your do your girls though? Are they easy at bedtime? They go down early, no problem. Uh, the the younger one is the is the greatest at that. I've never. Yeah. I would challenge that. That's the greatest child at bedtime of all time. Yeah, never never anarchy. cried once. It boom lights out. See ya. We have anarchy in the house when it comes to that. So that that right there eats into you know adult time at night. Yeah, we were just uh, Jerry and I were talking about um how this stage of life is is tough because yeah. there's there's people that getting older and you know you it's friends stinks. that are getting sick and all this stuff. Yeah. And then at that very moment, that moth that was in here yesterday <laughs> flew up in the air. Oh, and I no. said, so, I mean, everybody around you is sick and dying, but yet this moth is still alive here two <laughs> days in a row. How? I don't know. And what is it feeding on? What is it doing? 
And how did it get here? I don't know, but it's been flying around. <laughs> we probably don't want to know the answers to those questions. How does a moth get into this studio? Where are they coming from? Ever someone's hair. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> Was it the, the cockroaches? wave of locusts. The locusts. Yeah. Where They're are in they? here flying around my head. I've killed four of them since I've been on the air. Where are, <laughs> are they, they coming, coming from? from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They sent some 80-year-old guy in here with a can. It's been going on for a year. <laughs> yeah, that's Frank right. and Lodi are up next on the fence. <laughs> oh, that's, right. that's, that's exactly true. But I understood where they were coming from in the in a story. Oh, yeah. I mean, but like here, 10 yeah. floors up, I have a no moth? idea. the hell? I thought you were going to tell me the moth was, you know, the reincarnation of somebody and Jerry was going to shoot you down. No, 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 no. Come on. No, no, no. I, I know <laughs> better be than stupid. that. stupid. I know better than that. See, well... Uh, What's going on? All right, brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. We'll take a break from the uh, Aaron Judge and Yankees sound, do a couple other baseball things to get started here. So Mm. we did hear Judge talking about how the Yankees might have another move coming before the start of the season. The Mets, an underwhelming offseason for the fan base. You're feeling like you're missing multiple pieces to be a true playoff contender. How about up in Boston, though? Sounds like some of the players were promised uh, a lot more activity and additions. Didn't really turn out that way. They traded away Chris Sale. They brought in Lucas Giolito to a rotation that is still lacking. Well, Rafael Devers, who's entering the first season of his 10-year, $313 million extension he signed last year. He's annoyed. uh, Not pleased and decided to make that public when he met the media yesterday speaking through a translator. Everybody knows what we need. You know what we need and they know what we need. It's just some things that I can't say like loud, but everybody (laughs) that knows the organization and knows the game know what we need. And he added that he's expressed that sentiment to uh, Team Bratz. Tough spot for the translator there, too, because you got to believe it's a team employee, not a, a Devers employee. It's like he's doing his job. Yeah. yeah. But also, you wonder if he gets any blowback from the team. Like, he couldn't, have, you know, clean that up for us a little bit there? No, nah, you good can't point. do that. Because there are people Somebody there, know. I know. There are Spanish-speaking fans that would be like, that's not what he said. Yeah, that's you true. You can't do that. That's true. But I, I'm sure it had to be a little bit of a awkward, tense Maybe. moment for him there, knowing, like, oh, I'm going to... Kind of out Listen, the team here a little bit, but paid you're right. to translate. No, you're right. That's there, it. There are plenty of people that could figure that out, no problem. That Although we have wondered if they point. do translate accurately sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They, no, they, they definitely change some words around. But I'm sure Devers knows a rough translation at this point, doesn't he? Yeah, that's Like if the well. translator was like, I love this organization. Everything is perfect. Like <laughs> Devers would be like, you lying. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You don't, yeah. go, you don't have to pull a 180. Maybe you just, you know, you clean it up a little bit. But who knows? Anyway. Uh, meantime, the man who broke the news on uh, Lenny Dykstra's stroke, which hospitalized him in, earlier, uh, in L.A. earlier this month, is He's back. a bar owner, right? Yeah. Another video update via Twitter X. So this is PJ. And yeah, Dolan's Bar in Ridley Park, PA. There's some website as well. I don't know what the connection to Dykstra is, but he's been... Uh, Who's in California? Correct. Well, that's where he had the stroke in LA. and right. It was in intensive care there. But I guess he has some sort of connection to this bar and PJ. So PJ has been keeping uh, Dykstra's fan base up to date and informed. He's doing very well. Um, he should be moving into a rehab facility soon for therapy. Um, he has been... He's had a lot of hot nurses surrounding him and uh he's doing well he's uh he's the champ the champ as if he's like a prize fighter he's got the hot nurses though like his pr guy yeah i don't it's a strange i don't know i'm sure i'm sure there's someone out there that understands 
his, the, fa- the fan base of Ferdinand. <laughs> no, but Dutch. I mean on his social media or something. Yeah, this yeah. So he's okay. Someone I didn't know if he held a press conference no, outside no, no. of his he's bar. He's sitting in the bar. Hey everyone, it's PJ here at the bar. And an update on you know okay. nails and that whole thing. So uh, anyway, he would continue on Dykstra with a Mets related analogy. Boy. It's Game Three of the World Series in '86 and. His stroke is oil can Boyd, and what's he do? He's gonna knock it out of the park. That's what he does. Wow. Uh, keep it tuned here. To let you know what's going on with nails, <laughs> but keep your thoughts and prayers out with our boy Lenny, and uh, I'm sure he's gonna wind up swinging for the fences yeah, well. yet again because he's a champ, and that's what he does. Yeah, this guy should write copy here so. for us. Right. <laughs> Thank God he didn't say it. His stroke is Adam Wainwright, and his brain is Carlos Beltran. Oh, Things aren't going well. God. Jeez. No, he said something better than I'm saying. Thank no, God he didn't say I understand. that. Yeah, what I, I got, I got it. I so uh, he is out of intensive <laughs> care. Uh, Daryl Strawberry <laughs> and Kevin Mitchell both spoke to the Post, I guess, late last week. And Strawberry said he spoke to Dykstra. He knew it was me, so that was a good sign in the process of recovering. I don't know whether Dykstra does his own tweeting, but I guess his account's been active over the past week and along the way taking shots at Ron Darling as well as <laughs> <laughs> Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman in separate posts. So. <laughs> <laughs> As he's recovering from a stroke. Well, that's why I said I don't know. If I was it's told him that sometimes it. he tweets, sometimes yeah. his friend tweets for him. Right. That makes what a what a life. He's got this quite man a is quite a team. This Lenny. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, I what a he was life. broke. Oh, remember that real man. sports and a whole oh. thing on him about the stock market yes. and car washes. And he we was found out Francesco. He blew our minds. Yeah. yeah, and then after that. He found he out it was all... Like, bought Wayne Gretzky's house in Malibu. Yeah, and it was all like a scheme, right? He was all... I guess. I, I guess. Well, then he, then he... Yeah, it was all... He went broke and... I know he's broke. I think it was just like a, an initial run of dumb luck. I don't think he was trying to scam. <laughs> I think luck. he just got really lucky and everybody thought he was a genius. Oh, okay. But then he ended up... I thought there was some sort of... Well, in, scams came later. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Mm. Right. Once his back was against the wall, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, you got and that. He went, didn't he go on Howard Stern and say like the most crazy stuff ever? Yes. Yeah. He about, still does. He, he still actually, does? They, he, he called in yesterday or two days ago. Dykstra called into the Stern show? Yeah. From, after the stroke? The, after the stroke. Wow. All right. So, wow. To say that uh, that his friend told him uh, Robin was thinking of him and it woke him right up. <laughs> Mm. That's what he. Claims. So he's got enough faculties. He's calling the Stern Show. What do we need Strawberry telling us? Because right, he talked to him and he remembers who I am, so that's a good sign. Even in his full faculties, he's well, yeah, he's a little off. Yeah, he's a little. Off. All right. Well, you have that. Uh, Sauce Gardner is in GM recruiter mode on Twitter X. Apparently, going by La Sauce. Now, I, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. But as La I was sauce. scrolling through his page, that's a thing out there. So uh, a few days ago. I guess this was Monday. He tweeted this. You know what we talked about. He tags Mike Evans. And then so you you can start to piece together the connection. Of course, Evans has made it public. He wants to stay with the Bucks and finish his career there. No contract yet. The Jets need a receiver opposite Garrett Wilson. All that. Uh, If nothing else, it gives me the chance to bring you a minute of former Buck Jameis Winston. Recently on Pardon My Take, giving his take on Evans, of course, a former teammate, so here you go for your listening enjoyment. I think Texas receivers, they just, I feel like they're they are different. But Mike is different. Mike is from, from Galveston. I, 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 always, I always tell this to people. If you are born around water, like you have a different way of life. You function differently. And I just, I just feel like you function differently because water, like water has no soul. 
You know, it doesn't discriminate against anybody. You get in that water, it's going to take you wherever it goes. Yeah. So I feel like people that are around water, they are very strong will. They're one with water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Mike is from Galveston. If you've been to Galveston, Galveston is known for, you know, I don't know what they're known for because I'm not from there, but I know they have a beach. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's, it's not a pretty beach. No, they're you know, for oil. There's, uh, it, it's some of the dirtiest sand in America. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's not a pretty beach. So Mike is from that muck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, he's muck. muck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's still muck. So, uh, so he, he, he's a little different. <laughs> Speaking of being different, I wow. mean, James is just, he is a gem, man. Uh, and I, and G, I did show Gio the video yesterday and he can, he can back me up on this. The audio is great. Watching his face and his yeah. eyes, I mean, it's yeah, he, he it's captivating. <laughs> like the way when he first says water, he goes, "When you grow up around water," <laughs> and his eyes just like open up like that. It's it really is incredible. It's a new one for me. All yes, right. he is, I, mean, I have te- I have a tear streaming down my face from laughing. <laughs> oh no, he is. No, he really is something. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, he's one of these guys though that like I he had that the horrible accusations against him in college so I, I fall I fall short of you're saying I'm the crab leg yeah, thing right. no, so, no, no, oh, no, no, no 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 okay no, no. I know what you're talking about no, yeah like sexual yeah, yeah, assault yeah, yeah. Stuff, I got gotcha, you I got gotcha, you and gotcha. it seemed very real and, and I just like I, I want it's just tough for me to go all in on him you know what I'm saying because he does he says funny stuff and like I laugh at it but then I'm also like I think this guy was like a really bad guy right yeah. But who knows? But anyway, this this audio was funny. Not to drag that down. I mean, you combine that with him over. Remember at the end of the season, him overruling Dennis Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we that talked about that. I mean, it's been an interesting couple couple of weeks. He's an interesting fellow. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right, at the Garden, tight, low scoring game late in the third period. Rangers up two one on the first place Dallas Stars, and Igor Shosturkin was certainly locked in. Back to the line, Heiskin moves down with it. There's a pass in front. There you go, Sam Rosen, all jacked up on MSG robbery of Tyler Sagan. There, I know I Igor. say this all the time. It amazes me how good Sam He's, Rosen still is. Yeah, I mean, I was watching Sam Rosen when I was a kid. And he yeah. still is. He's out doing Ranger games since before yeah. I was born. Really so, unbelievable. Yes. Uh, Igor reaches back with the stick. He preserves the one goal lead shortly before Vincent Trocek uh, iced the game with an empty netter. Looked like Chris Kreider added an empty netter of his own. And I see some people who bet on the game, of course. The total was four and a half. So mm. the finals, 3 1. So if you go by the TV copy, it looks like Kreider scores into the empty net with two tenths of a second left. Okay. But they didn't count it. So you've got people that. Bet the over who want them to make an adjustment there. Under. Well, yeah, exactly. There's always the other side of the coin. So I don't know if it was the the clock on the TV score bug there it was maybe, you know, there's a, a slight off, yeah. delay. I'm not exactly sure or if the league just said it doesn't matter. But in any event, for the Rangers, it's an eighth straight win. And despite allowing five to the Islanders at MetLife Stadium Sunday, Shesterkin may be finding his game area. The shutout against Calgary at the Garden last week. And last night, he makes 41 saves against one of the highest scoring teams in the league. Quick to give credit to his teammates. Guys did a great job. Uh, box out all the time and can go let's see the pockets more easy to play so i just want to say thank you for everyone he did give up a ton of shots especially in the third period but uh he was as good as he's been at any time this season they'll try to make it better uh, not let that girlfriend get around him (laughs) (laughs) guys at the height of his career is a great looking guy what was her name again Dominica, Dominica, yeah, yeah. Better keep a close eye on Dominica. She might slide right over to Shesty. Not only is Jagger still playing, Filipito has now been ruled out for the season with the Rangers. When he went back home to Czechia 
to train, he posted a picture. Yager was practicing with him mm. while he was getting right. So he's always on the skates. He's keeping busy. It's incredible. And I think that's one of the reasons, if I'm not mistaken, that he's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame yet because he's still playing. Or maybe I have that wrong. I forget. There's something like that. In any event, he's a gem. Rangers, Devils tomorrow night. The Blue Shirts will try to make it nine in a row. New Jersey, a 6-2 loss at Washington last night. And the Islanders, after coughing up another two-goal lead in the third period, did rally in overtime to beat the Penguins 5-4 on Adam Pellick's first goal of the season. College Hoops, number one UConn, a blowout a loss at Creighton, 85-66. All right, thank you, CeeLo. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry in for Boomer as he takes a couple of days off. I think he's in L.A. Yeah! <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. So uh, is Bob Lorenz here yet, by the way? Yeah, I think he is, yes. Bob Lorenz is here? He is. He has just walked in. Okay. Who's that? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Chris McMonagle. I get the Yankees hot stove guys confused. Bob Lorenz and, and C-Mac. They both host a Yankees hot stove, and sometimes I get to, even though they look very different, I get them uh, get them confused. Uh, so yeah, you've got uh, BT and C Mac today in the midday. That's right. I will be listening to those guys on the way home. Of course, think that they will. Is there any way that they don't talk Yankees today? No. You think that's like I don't think minus no way they don't fifty thousand. I don't think it. I think it'd be minus fifty thousand. They don't talk Yankees in the first thirty seconds. I bet you they could do like a little, hey, man, or the overnights, like type of thing. Maybe, but they're going to talk Yankees in the first segment. Show 100%. Yeah, that show starts right off in the middle of a sentence. Well, it yes. does when Sal's there. I don't know if it does when BT's there. I think there. BT starts it the same way. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, yeah. But even with a new co-host, you kind of have to work in and introduce? Yes. Same thing? I Yeah, but I think he will start it off the same way. And then he'll mid-sentence, what up, C-Mac? Oh, okay. And over under 70%. Of the show is Yankees? Over. Yes. Especially, especially today when the judge speaking yesterday, it's it's topical, actually. Yeah. It is. This isn't like C-Mac and BT doing a show in December. Right. Talking straight up Yanks. Right. Yeah. Oh, there's Bob Lorenz. I can actually see him right through the glass right there. <laughs> All right. Hey, Bob. Uh, let's go to uh, Nate, who's down in Virginia. What's going on, Nate? Hey, what's going on? It's uh, kind of funny. I was listening to you guys this morning. Maybe it'll help out the uh, caller earlier with the 23andMe story, but I've got a unique last name, and everyone's been very curious about, like, you know, where the name has come from. So my wife for Christmas got me a 23andMe kit, 
And we sent it off. We open it up, and she goes through the results and finds out that my dad of 41 years is not actually my dad. What? So, yeah. Wow. So we start doing some investigation, and my wife traces it back. Is your dad so still alive, mom, first off, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yep, alive well. They're still together. I've got two boys who he thinks are his biological grandkids. So what happened is what we think is my mom was 19. Uh, she was dating two guys around 1981 and got pregnant and told him who she thought was the dad, my dad, that it was his. And so my dad was running track in college. He dropped out of college. He was sell selling uh, women's cosmetics door to door and um, <clears throat> ended up raising me. And he ended up, uh, I mean, I've got two boys and everything else. It's just, I heard the other caller earlier, and he's all devastated. I feel like I'm living on the opposite side. Like, I can't devastate my dad that way because he's raised me knowing, thinking I'm his child for, you know, 41 years. I've got two boys who he thinks are his grandkids. And my wife and I are sitting there like, we don't know what to do with this information now. So wow. you haven't told him yet? No. Oh, God. Oh, my I, God. I think he would be as devastated as that caller earlier. Like, I mean, I, I am who I am because of my dad. Right. Like, he raised me to be who I am. And he's got two grandkids that he thinks are his. Like, I couldn't do that to that guy. I mean, he's my dad for all intents and purposes. Like, I know, like, biologically now he's not. But he made me. Good for I you. Am, so I don't know. Nate, he's good for you, man. And, Nate, I don't know how to tell you this, but your dad has called in. He was watching. And he wants to talk. No, I'm kidding. I just, jeez. <laughs> See, you didn't even fall for it. Uh, listen, yeah. that is a, it's a, that's a great outlook. Oh, that's a great outlook. Do you know who your biological father is? So we, we've traced it. Uh, I, I know the guy's name. I know where he lives. Uh, but we kind of, so on 23andMe, you have an option to shut it down to where he can no longer see that he has me as a kid. Mm. So we did do that uh, last night, actually. So Good for you. So odd that you guys are talking about this this morning because I just shut that down. Man, oh, man. And, and does part of you, like how much of you wants to meet your biological father? Oh, there, there's that curiosity. Uh, there, there definitely is. But again, you know, I mean, I played college baseball on a scholarship. I played two years of minor league baseball. I've got two good kids now, like I can't do that to my father who's raised me. I mean, he dropped out of college, you know, to raise me. So women's cosmetic door to door. I remember as a kid, he did candy machines too. We count the quarters and everything as a family. I mean, he scraped by, dropped out of his life to raise, like I could never do that to him and tell him, you know, I'm not his kid. What if you are? Right. Because you are his kid. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What if your right. biological yeah. father were Warren Buffett? At that point, <laughs> would you go and try to find him? <laughs> Dad. You know, <laughs> that might be a different situation. But he's not Warren Buffett. <laughs> man, oh man. Well, that uh, yeah, that what a burden. I mean, you you sound to have been dealing with this pretty well, but I can't imagine like the the burden of that information. Like if that were me, I would try to hold it as close to the vest as much as possible. But then on Thanksgiving, I'd probably drink too much and then spill it out in a moment of boredom. Mm, mm, mm. My my wife is very nervous of that because when I do get a little whiskey in me, I, I do say things. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I wouldn't be able to hold on to that. No drinking at family no. functions. Yeah, no, my, it, it's hard for my wife too because she tells her mother everything. She wants to tell her mom so bad, but we get together with family functions. We don't want anyone to look at my dad any differently. Right. So we've got to keep this between us. And she's like, so we've got to bear this burden for the rest of. I was like, I think so. Like, I don't know any other option right now. 
Wow. It is your burden more so than hers, but understood. Yeah. And it's really just until your dad is alive, right? For the rest of your lives. Because at that point, like, well, I guess, you know, with right. the kids, though, you know, you're not going to tell your kids. I, I, don't, I, I think I have to at some point. But yeah. you're right. It, it'd probably be after my father's funeral at some point, you know? Boy, this 23 and me, man. This is why I didn't do it that. It is. It's a mess. It's not really. So on 23 and me, they, they have this thing. is saying that the most uh, popular thing that they find is people in my situation where they find out that their father is not their father. And they have a little message down there saying, you know, if you need help, you know, reach out here, here, and here. And it's better to talk about this than to keep it in. And so they do say that on the 23 Mean site. But, no, it's wild, man. It's 23 Me. It's a mess. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. And uh, thanks for sharing that, Nate. And I uh, give you a lot of respect for I mean, that is a tough spot. I don't know what the right answer is there, but if he, he knows his dad and he believes that his dad's going to be devastated, it's going to ruin his life, and he wants to protect him, then I'm all for that. But at the same time, it's almost like you, you kind of want to know these things. The way, and what I'm going to say is going to contradict itself a little bit, but the way he's handling it and the way he sees his dad as his dad, and good for him, that's phenomenal, he probably shouldn't even have told his wife. Probably yeah. should have just buried it. It's a tough like, thing. That's my dad. That's yeah, but it. if you're if you have zero interest in running down the other guy, and again, this comes back to the conversation with Eddie from last hour over who is your parent in this case, as opposed to who just made you, yeah. for lack of a better way of saying it, um, then I think he probably would have been better off just living with it. And I didn't not want to do 23 and Me because of any sort of crazy family thing, because I'm pretty confident because my dad's done some of that ancestry dot com stuff pretty confident there's nothing i'm gonna find mm -hmm. out that's crazy i but i al dukes actually put it in my head that someone would plant my dna somewhere at a crime scene like and i just i i've been thinking about that ever since yeah it's like uh imagine there's like a dude who works at 23 and me he's got access to all this dna he's a serial killer but he leaves random dna at the scene so he's never caught Right, or there's some like angry Mets fan who doesn't like my take on <laughs> David Stearns, who also works at Twenty Three and Me, and then like comes across that leg okay. on the subway, that that disembodied leg on the subway, and is like, you know what, I'm going to grab his Q-tip swab and put it on the leg, and then all of a sudden I'm in jail for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're taking this a little too far, but I understand. Uh, are we? Yeah, we are. Didn't we all do Twenty Three and Me for I did B not. and G? No, Why I did two? not do it. Oh, fake I, news. I did not do it. We we faked mine. And and I was actually about to do. I had the swab in my hand, mm. about to do it, and then Olive walked by and said, "Wait, what are you doing?" No one said that to me. Well, because you didn't have the swab in your hand. I was about to do it, and he put all his stuff in my head, and he said the same thing Al said about the. the and I was just like, "Oh my god!" He said to me, "He goes, you're not doing that, are you?" I go, "I did that years ago already." <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.